Okay, recording on one, recording on two. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the panic attack with Big These John. These have become distinguished members. Welcome to the panic attack with Big John. Eventually, I'll get this little thing running right. But uh, we're going to play a couple videos, sound bites from uh, Noah Tishby. The conservative immigrant and a TikToker who's nuts. A Gen Z TikToker, and then we're going to talk about these Palestinian flags going up around the United States. But let's listen to Noah, the conservative immigrant, and the stupid TikToker um, while I light my cigar. Jihad and PFLP. One of the main perpetrators of campus Jew hate is Students for Justice in Palestine, or SJP. SJP was set up and is supported by groups with individuals with well-documented records of support and fundraising for terrorist organizations. Individuals like Khatam Bazian, who founded SJP and is also the founder of American Muslims for Palestine, or AMP. Terrorist sympathizers figured out decades ago that instead of sending money to jihadi organizations, they will target the hearts and minds of young and naive, sometimes well-meaning American students. They use progressive buzzwords like justice and freedom, but their true intent is destroying the world's only Jewish state by all means necessary. And after October 7th, we've seen that anything goes. Beheading babies and raping women is just fine if it's done for the Jews. They call it resistance. For decades, these groups have lied to young Americans and convinced them that Israel is the ultimate evil. So that when Hamas terrorists carried out these barbaric acts, young educated Americans would minimize, justify, and even celebrate it. Ladies and gentlemen, SJP is a hate group. It is grooming American college students, grooming your children to hate Israel to hate America and to hate Jews. And for years, universities stood by, watched this brainwashing take place, and did nothing. SJP hijacks any campus that it operates. And I use that word deliberately. After all, this organization that puts the Palestinian plane hijacker, Leila Khaled, on its t-shirts. These groups are not interested in peace. Just listen to what they chant. There is only one solution, intifada revolution. On our campuses, those with bad intent prey on those with bad knowledge. Because Jesus said it only takes the faith. Distinguished member. Okay, here's a TikTok girl. This morning I read Letter to America, which is Osama bin Laden's letter to America explaining why he attacked Americans. And I am ashamed to say that I not only have never read this letter, but I didn't even know this letter existed. It's wild, and everyone should read it. If you haven't read it yet, read it. However, be forewarned that this has left me very disillusioned, and I feel the same exact way I felt when I was deconstructing Christianity. I feel... Uh, a little bit just confused, like I have entered into another timeline. What is this? And yeah, so go read it. I so I just read. I don't think it takes much to confuse that girl. And 
I will never look at life the same. I will never look at this country the same. Probably I will never. I, ever read. Please read it. And if you have. This morning I read Letter to America, which okay. is a. The Jews rallied in Washington, D.C. Six weeks after the terrorist attacks in Israel, Jews got united and they rallied in D.C. Thousands of protesters from around the country and the D.C. region gathered at the National Mall on Tuesday in a show of support for Israel as well as to condemn anti-Semitism and to demand the release of hostages who were taken captive by Hamas militants last month. Hostages that, might I add, have yet to be released. Hostages whose pictures are being removed in London, New York, Denver, California, Boston, and so on and so forth. We have reports all over the country and UK as well as pro-Palestinian protesters removing the photos of these abducted uh, civilians. The pro-Israel uh, pro march started in the early morning prayer outside of the White House to share their gratitude to the United States and to pray for the people of Israel. Later, the protesters rallied on the National Mall where they were joined by Jewish leaders, actors, activists, as well as politicians. Notice how they are grateful to America, these guys, while the pro-Palestinian ones weren't that grateful to America. Yeah, that alone should tell you exactly which side to pick. And not only that, I'd like to say that it took them six weeks to rally. Six weeks. While pro-Hamas, pro-Palestine protesters, peaceful mostly, most of them, except when they tried to break into the White House, um, it took them just a couple of weeks. And this is a constant thing with Republicans and conservatives that we just saw with Jewish. It takes a long time to get involved, to get the wheels moving. Well, it does, for some reason, take a long time for conservatives to get moving. Um, so, there you heard three different things. Um, uh, this is a, a quote from Golda Meir uh, via Dan Bonagino. Bonagino? Bona, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, and now I actually became a fan of Dan Bonagino today. Um, but anyways, Golda Meir said of Hamas and the, uh, anti-Israel anti Arabs, uh, including Hamas, the PLO, the Palestinian Authority, Islamic Jihad, to name a few. Golda Meir, um, Prime Minister of Israel, once said, I can forgive you for killing our children, but I can never forgive you for making us kill yours. And this war between Israel and Hamas or Israel and Gaza, however you want to look at it, it's dividing the world. It's more divisive than uh, the Russia-Ukraine war. Um, it, because it involves many hot-button topics, issues. Um, and it's dividing Americans, and it should not be. That's what Hamas, Palestinians, uh, radical Muslims want. Muslims. Um, that's what they want. They want Americans... Divided now, one small example of this is now there's a bickering feud between Ben Shapiro, 
and Candace Owens. Candace Owens has lost a lot of respect and favor, in my opinion, from me personally. I think she's a grifter, and I think she's obnoxious. Um, some people are saying, well, Ben Shapiro picked a fight and lost an, with someone that's not a confused 18-year-old college student and is losing. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> um, but a few days ago on her show, which is on the Daily Wire, that uh, Ben Shapiro owns, or at least owns part of, um, she endorsed Nikki Haley for president of Israel. Uh, and then Ben was giving a speech at some university and he was asked a question and he said, I think we're going something. I think we're going down the Candace Owens road. And he said some remarks about Candace and then Candace started a tweet storm with him. But she's just been so pompous lately. But anyways, the, the thing of it is, you know, Hamas, PLO, Palestine Liberation Organization, uh, Palestinian Authority, Islamic Jihad, the Mujahideen, they all want Americans divided against Americans, and that's not cool. This quote from Golda Meir uh, that I, I was reading, or heard, excuse me, and I just read, um, Israel is being forced to defend itself. The the one lady there, uh, Noah Tishby, she brought up some things, uh, nailed it on the head, really. Um, the liberals and the Palest the Palestinians, the Muslims, have been brainwashing well-meaning American college students for years, and. I don't even know what made me play her clip. I didn't really listen to it before just now as you were listening to it. But um, I needed a buffer to light my cigar <laughs> in between lighting and starting the show. But, no, um, whenever I do a podcast or something about the Israel-Hamas conflict, um, I want to drop some Noah Tishby knowledge in there. And what she was saying is very true. Over time, through liberal education on college campuses, Muslims have indoctrinated well-meaning American college students better than anyone else. I remember some uh, Muslims when I was in college. Some very pretty ones, actually. One of them actually had a crush on me, I think. And I have good reason to think that. We were in, um, for phys ed, I took a dance class. And this one cute little Muslim girl kept coming up and wanting to dance with me. To the point the teacher actually told her, hey... There's a rotation. You can't keep cutting in line to dance with the same guy. 
old John had it back in the day, man. But uh, Muslims, much like liberals and Democrats, have been and are and will be very methodical and slow and they don't have to have it all today. Remember, these are people that are willing to die so that the next generation can pick up the torch and fight, okay? Or pick up the suicide vest or the rocket launcher or the M the uh, AK-47, whatever. These people don't care about their lives like you and I I do. So some of them do, some of them don't. What do I mean by that? They're not afraid to die. They religiously will die to get to the next level, to get a higher space in the next life. Okay. So, do they care if it takes them 20 years to indoctrinate a generation of American kids into hating Israel and hating the country that gave them everything, the United States of America? By give them everything, I mean gave American kids everything. Um, no, they don't care if they have to wait 20 years to indoctrinate a generation or several generations, year after year, college student after college student, one at a time, a hundred at a time, ten at a time, depending on how many they can brainwash, right? They don't mind. But as you see, it's not just about come to America and assimilate like the Irish, the Italians, the Japanese, the Chinese, Koreans, Mexicans, Canadians, Canucks in your ice hockey. Um, it's come to another country and take over and integrate Sharia law into common law or the law of the nation or city or state. Incorporate Sharia law and then convert everything to Sharia law and the Quran. That's the Muslim goal. The whole world has to be Muslim. Now, with the exception of the Jewish people, a lot of religions have had their crusades. Um, there was the Catholic crusades. The Muslims crusaded. They, they came all the way up, uh, I think, into Germany and were taking over and were incorporating Islamic law and rule into the lands that they conquered. You don't hear about that in your history class, do you? Look it up. So 
So that's where these Gen Z TikTokers are getting their stupidity. And looking at this letter from Osama bin Laden to America as philosophy. They've been indoctrinated, brainwashed to thinking already that America is a terrible place by their liberal Democrat professors and teachers and maybe even parents. <clears throat> they don't know that back when the Soviet Union, Russia, whatever you want to call it, it was the Soviet Socialist Republics back then, the Soviet Union, uh, when they invaded Afghanistan, we funded and weaponized Osama bin Laden and his Mujahideen uh, fighters in Afghanistan. Mujahideen holy warriors. <laughs> and uh, I don't know where along the line Osama forgot this, but that's what happened in the 80s. It was all part of the American doctrine to bleed the Soviet Union dry. So we flooded Afghanistan with all sorts of state-of-the-art American weapons that were made to destroy Russian tanks, airplanes, helicopters, <laughs> uh, people. Uh, and Bin Laden was on our side, but our little TikToker friends didn't know that weren't taught that in school so the indoctrination and in all of this has Americans divided and I see American flags being ripped off of telephone poles by Palestinian protesters I don't see the Jewish protesters doing that and of course the United States is on their side but do you think do you think that these Palestinian protesters are doing it as something new? Or do you think that they've wanted to do it for a while, they just haven't had an excuse? Do you think they wanted to riot and storm uh, the White House, the Democratic National Headquarters, the Senate Rotunda in uh, the Capitol building? Do you think that just happened, or do you think they've been wanting to do that for a while? Because by their actions, and like the conservative immigrant pointed out, their quick mobilization tells me they've been ready and wanting to do this for a while. Now, mind you, all of this started October 7th, when Israelis were attacked, kidnapped, murdered, raped, burned alive, tortured to death, and some of them are still missing, and slowly but surely, their bodies are being found. They're called hostages, and every law, international law, Geneva Convention, all of these things, give Israel every right to bomb the blue hell out of Gaza to destroy 
Hamas, the military terrorist wing of the Palestine Liberation Organization, which Hamas in 1988 decided to disguise themselves as a political organization and start running for offices in the West Bank and Gaza. In Hamas's organizing papers, their charter, the destruction and genocide of the Israeli people, the Jews, Israel as a nation, Israel as in a picture of lines and a border on a map, it's in their charter to wipe everything Israeli off the face of the earth. Uh, I took that picture down. It was a good picture um, that uh, I think it's Halal. Is that how you say it? Put up on Instagram showing what population of the world Jews are. Right? There are seven... There's 7 billion-ish people on the face of the earth. Oh, because the screen on the computer got dark. Uh, okay, so 7 billion people on earth. 15 million Jews worldwide. 7 million living in Israel. And they are the problem. Not the hundreds of millions of Muslims that want to take over everything. Show me a Jewish crusade. Show me a point in time where the Jewish people took up weapons, mounted horseback, and rode around trying to conquer the world. The Catholics did it. And I don't have anything against Catholics. I'm just pointing out a historical fact. Uh, they had their crusades. Muslims had their crusades. Buddhists, I don't recall them crusading. Hindus, Jews. So really, I don't know. <laughs> well, let's just get off of crusades. But the point is, the Jews have never tried to take over the world and establish Jewish law. No, no documentation, no rumor, fact, within the Muslim communities, within uh, radical Christianity, what do I mean by that? Rat Robertson, I mean Pat Robertson, uh, Southern Cracker Democrats, the KKK, yeah, they think that there's a powerful group of Jews that run the entire world. No, not even George Soros for all the things he gets blamed for. And uh, I don't know how Jewish he is, really, because he went around with the Nazis helping round up his fellow Jews and pretended to not be a Jew. Good going, George. But anyways, watching videos of American flags being taken down and replaced with Palestinian flags, to say it rubbed me the wrong way is an understatement. Uh, watching, it looked like it outside of a VFW, and I think it was Muslims doing it. I don't think it was the members. 
but it was in a rural area and I see the American flag, the POW MIA flag, prisoner of war missing in action flag that traditionally hangs outside of uh, either very patriotic people's houses, uh, the homes of veterans who left a friend behind in uh, a war they served in, or a uh, VFW American Legion post. I see Muslims lowering those flags and right underneath it putting a Palestinian flag and raising it back up. I see American flags being ripped down and replaced with Palestinian flags. And I'm sitting here going, where are the Americans? That's the symbol of this nation that let these Palestinian folks come in and live here. We don't bother them. I mean, is there... A you know, Biden started this thing uh, of um, this office of anti-Muslim, anti-Islam hate. That doesn't even make sense. An office to oppose the hatred of Islamic uh, people, people that practice Islam. Muslim, Muslims, okay, they, they established this office, but meanwhile, it's anti-Semitic hate rising like crazy, and the anti-Semitic hate comes from liberals, Joe Biden's base, and Muslims that, that Biden says now need protection, but yet, who was protecting Representative uh, Anna Paulina Luna? Well, the Capitol Police were. But they had to lock the Capitol down, just like January 6th. Not because of ultra-maga nuclear Republicans, but because of Palestinians, Muslims, trying to break into the Capitol. And some of them were arrested. Let's see if they get the lengthy sentences that the January 6th protesters get. Uh, what's his name? The, the Colombian dude that's in charge of the Proud Boys organization. The Colombian guy that's the president of the Proud Boys got 23 years in jail. Wasn't even at the Capitol. He was at a hotel but they say he was calling the shots and uh, calling orders to his peeps to storm the Capitol. And I guess for a previous incident with a Capitol police officer, he was banned from Washington, D.C. Nonetheless, will any of these Muslims that had the Capitol building on lockdown and in, uh, Anna, Paulina, Luna locked in her office with her newborn and her husband, will they get 23 years in prison? Doubtful. Very doubtful. Talking about this land of Israel, I'll kind of wrap up on this. 
No, I don't want to wrap up on that yet. I want to know where the Americans are when the American flag is being taken down and replaced with a Palestinian flag. You know, I see... I have seen... You know, different ethnicities put their nation's flag outside their house. I live in a very Italian area. And they'll put the Italian flag next to the American flag or below the American flag on the flagpole. But you don't mess with that American flag around them because their parents, family members came here to assimilate, not replace and take over their families fought in the wars and served in the military to defend this country. The fact that Palestinians, Muslims are taking down American flags and replacing it proves a lot of what I just said. They're not here to, to blend in culturally, be Americans and show Muslim Palestinian pride. They're here to take over and institute Sharia law. A law dictated by the Quran. I'm not 100% on the religious beliefs of every Supreme Court justice, but I would gander to say they all identify as Christian. Yet, this conservative Supreme Court, dominated by conservatives, I guarantee you will uphold a separation of church and state or the non-establishment of a national religion, okay? They will uphold that. You get nine Muslims in there, They're not going to uphold separation of church and state. They're not going to uphold the non-establishment of a national religion. They will go along with establishing Sharia law as the national law, which is based on a strict interpretation of what Muslim clerics and muftis and whatever else they have. Um, interpret from the Quran, their interpretation of the Quran into law. So now let's close on this. We're fighting a war uh, over who does this section of land that's named Israel belong to? Who who owns that? Who owns the rights to it? Who's ancestral property is is this there was a nation called Palestine sitting there 
And after World War II, Great Britain in its last act of hegemony, which hegemon is like the leader of the world, okay? The country, the, the superpower, if you will. In their last act of hegemony, Great Britain, through the United Nations, established Israel. And they pushed some of the Palestinian people off to the sides in these two areas called the West Bank, which is the West Bank of the Jordan River. And Gaza, the Gaza Strip. Okay. Look back at maps of the world over time. You know, Google it however you want to, or duck, duck, go it, however you want to search it. Maps of the world change all the time, people. All the time. F find me on a, a map of the world today. This what date is it? It's uh, star date, November 17th, 2023. That's if we were on Star Trek by the way, which we're not, but star date 11-17-2023. Find me a map of the world from today that has the Ottoman Empire on it. Hmm? What? There is no Ottoman Empire, Big John. You might be saying to yourself, you're tripping, you're stupid, there's no such thing. There was such a thing. And after World War I, it, it was broken apart and separated into other states based on things like religion, ethnicity, nationality, language, uh, who traditionally lived in that land. But there was a humongous piece of the map in Europe called the Ottoman Empire, completely wiped away after World War I. And realistically they weren't <laughs> the players in world war one were japan russia germany the united states france uh and great britain don't even hear or read much about the ottoman empire in world war one history but that was one of the settling points was the breakup of the ottoman empire look at a map from the 1980s and you'll see a humongous section of Europe that is USSR there isn't a USSR anymore there's Russia and all of that block of Europe that was the USSR has been broken down into smaller nations so maps change all of the time. I think the map of the world is going to change again. I think the map of the United States is going to change in my lifetime. Um, but the map of the world will change here in the next few years, I guarantee it. With, you know, what's going on in Ukraine and Russia. With what is going on in Israel. So... Maps of the world change constantly. 
There's no reason to say for the Palestinians to say, well, there was once a nation here called Palestine and it has to be on the map forevermore and that what was Israel before that and what became Israel after that has to go away. Can there be a Palestine somewhere? If these folks want a place on the map called Palestine, we can give them. There's land out there. As I covered before, however, a lot of your other Arabs don't want to incorporate Palestinians into their nation. Because, one, they will block off parts of that nation as they did with the nation of Jordan. They will block off and annex and say, this is now our land and we rule this land by Palestinian law. Also, a lot of these Palestinians immigrated to Israel generations ago when Israel was established, they came from Lebanon, Egypt, and other places to work and build the suburbs and cities of Israel. And then they got pushed aside into Gaza and the West Bank. And that's why a lot of other Arabs look at Palestinians as a lesser form of Arab and they don't want them uh, immigrating into their country. They would rather Palestine and Palestinians be Israel's problem. So that way if you're a radical, also anti-Israel state like Iran and like Lebanon, you can have a continuing reason to hate Israel. But we as Americans cannot hate one another over this Israeli problem. And when you see an American flag being torn down and replaced by a Palestinian flag, unless that Palestinian owns that property, they have no right to do that. And you don't tear down the symbol of my nation and get away with it. Not threatening anybody, but I will stop you from desecrating the American flag. But giving you a big old hug and a kiss. I'll bake you some chocolate chip cookies and give you a nice cold glass of milk. I'm going to put ice in your milk to keep it cold. That's how I'll stop you from destroying the symbol of my nation. So God bless y'all. God bless America. Thanks for listening. Pray for one another. Love somebody today. And be the reason someone feels loved. Until next panic attack. God bless you.